You are listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas. Baby, it's your main man Sucio, aka Cerberus, aka Thought Boy Supreme, aka Lesbian Wolverine, aka Kovija Chan, aka ex boyfriend of everybody's mom. Welcoming you back to another episode of EP Culture Beat, your source for the underground arts and culture of El Paso. No fake corporate sponsors, no nepotism here, baby. Now, we all know Union Plaza, and we all know it has a deep history of movement and sound. Maybe we always talk about the bridges, maybe we always talk about the border. And sometimes they even talk about the trains that would drop off thousands upon thousands of people there a hundred years ago. But the amount of humans that move through that area has always existed and always will exist. Now, in recent memory, people remember Union Plaza for its kind of like mainstream watering holes. But before that, it was known for its large, or should I say for its underground live music venue culture. Now, our next guests are opening up and keeping that tradition alive of having a live music venue, arts venue there. Please welcome to the show. Hi, my name is Gabriel. You're opening up oh, Function. Yes. Thank you guys for being on the show. These are the main men from Function. I think we only have like two of the nine heads here, but shout out to everybody right now. I know the crew is a bunch of different heads. I know you guys are a bunch of different backgrounds, a bunch of different genres. Please tell us where you guys got your start and how ultimately we ended up here at Function. So we originally started uh, doing parties, and it was under a promotion group called Humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a, uh, it was most, it was all of us that we would go. We would, you know, just like throw parties. It would be BYOB, and we would do them at events like uh, or venues like um, what is it called? Uh, they do like drink and draw. When I was looking at the history of it, I saw stuff from you know what 2017, 2018, 2019. So. You specifically, you started Humans, you're a part of Humans? Yes, uh, so Humans is a collection of friends, and um, it's been, uh, it's, well, everybody that's involved in Function, so we were pretty much, we started off doing the Humans parties, and we started off by doing just locals, and then we decided seeing that, you know, more people were showing up to the local parties that we would be having at, like, you know, someone's house or something. Oh, I remember, and over we, over there by, where was the Monday? Over there by yeah. UTEP, I remember that spot. Yeah. But, so how many heads is it? right now in humans itself not even adding all these other homies well in the whole entire team as a collective i think it is i think it's five of us okay no six of us this is just function yes just for function so who, who's 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 the main heads in function let's hear the let's main hear. heads in function it would be the top main three which is gonna go ahead and be chris and izzy and gus all right all right yes. all right so they're the main three yeah. uh for for the function and, um, well, we just decided, well, you know, when we started seeing the parties were getting bigger and we started seeing a more need, we were like, hey, you know what, let's take this up one more notch. Let's start bringing DJs. Yeah, yeah. So then we said we had people like Spectre, we had um, Julia Governor. And then, you know, the kind of the pandemic happened and, you know, we went silent like everybody else did. You know, there was no there was nothing happening. And it kind of just started. We, we were just like talking about it and we we're like, you know, we had been searching for a venue for a long time and, you know. This has been a search that's been going on for years. You know, we've had we've been looking for somewhere and then, you know, either it falls through 
or you know maybe the price wasn't wasn't right or maybe the venue wasn't right mm -hmm. and you know it was just like one day we were just all talking about it and we were like hey like let's go look at this place and then we were like hey and the next thing you know it was just on the chat we were like hey you know we're gonna go ahead and go through with this and we we're like oh okay like i guess it's really gonna happen the price was right the timing the price, was right everything was right you know and it just felt you know like in your in your soul you're like you know what this is it like this is our time yeah, absolutely. I mean, what's the address again of the venue? Uh, 1500 South Durango Street. Of course. I mean, that's where... That's where the, oh, sorry. 150. Sorry. 150. 150. Yeah, not 1500. 150 South Durango. I used to work there when it was 1914. And I even worked there at the club when it was before that. But before that, it was like E9. Oh. So that's, you know, a music... Uh, they used to have an alien coming out the wall and like suicidal tendencies, Nine Inch Nails, like all these people play in that one area. And I mean, even Dead Mouse played in Union Plaza before he was wearing the mask. And you're talking about like 2009 when I moved back. And, you know, there's a huge history of that. So I want to keep knowing your history. So you you guys started Humans. Uh, so in Humans, there was a larger group of us. Mm -hmm. um, there's probably about like eight or nine of us. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, not, a, uh, the, not, not a lot of the Humans team lives here anymore. So they've come and gone. So yeah, now, I feel like there's you guys have heads in Austin and San Antonio. Yeah, so we're pretty much we're spread out everywhere now. I mean, like that's the cool thing with humans is like I mean, even if you're not active, I mean, you're still you're forever gonna be part of the humans crew, you know. So, but you th those guys were throwing shows out there, right? Right. So we did a for we did a uh, we had one of the team members. His name's Oscar. He went ahead and uh, used the human's name out in uh, Austin mm -hmm. and did a show out there. And from what we heard, it was a very good turnout. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, that's just another possibility for like a branch out. You know, that would be very, very cool. Yeah, of course, because I mean, like like you guys said, it was a bunch of you heads, but everyone was different styles of music. I feel like somebody some people play trance. Other people play techno. Like, how is it now? How, how, how is it organized now? So for function, uh, we're more techno. Like you said, for with the heads, we're all kind of different. For Izzy, uh, he's trance. You know, we have mm -hmm. progressive. You know, being like Oscar, and then okay. we have our our trance people too. I mean, our techno people. So right now, for function, it's been more techno. Okay. Um, so that's mainly our focus. But we also we're not limiting ourselves to that. You know, we're mm -hmm. uh, at the venue for function. We're also having a few trance DJs. If you guys want to go ahead and check out the all your future events, you can go to function.com. And you can go to the uh, events tab and we'll have the, all the events posted right there. And yeah, I mean. So it's so many different genres. You guys have so many different people. How do you ultimately, what is the criteria that says, okay, we're going to bring this act, this DJ, this so-and-so, this this artist? So one thing we try to stay away from is um, doing what everybody else here in El Paso is doing. You know, we don't want to book somebody that has was just here last year you know we want to go ahead and cater to the underground you know we want to bring people who haven't been to the united states before and this will be their first time you know actually coming to the u.s and touring or maybe not even to the u.s maybe like uh there it's their first time coming to like this part of america oh yeah, yeah so yeah. uh one of the people that we actually booked his name is flug yeah and yeah. um he's actually he said that he's only played once in um in america but he hasn't been in this general area in this region so i mean that's really cool you know we're really yeah, looking absolutely. forward to that one so um that's pretty much the criteria is just you know we're trying to do something different we're trying to cater to that underground sound uh, and of yeah. course doing something that no one else is really doing i respect i respect that a lot baby you know you're coming from somebody who's been going to shows for at this point me 25 years you know since my cousins would take me out to the raves and stuff so having that said 
I respect that. And thank you because we need that. There's just so much talk, like so many different venues open up that like nobody has an identity. Right. And, you know, I respect you guys doing that. But what sets you apart from those venues besides your booking? Like, what are you guys trying to do? What are you guys trying to bring in? What is the main ethos, pathos of your of this venture? So pretty much like what we're trying to do is we're trying to like we're trying to have. I guess just not to be repetitive, but, you know, we're trying to be like the underground area. Um, you know, we really pride ourselves in, you know, it being a safe space for everybody. Uh, we want it just to be a place where, you know, people know generally like, hey, you know what? I want to go listen to some good music. I know I can be safe in there. You know, I'll be able to party with my friends. And like, you know, they just know that that's the place to be. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what we're trying to like hit home is that, you know, we want everybody to know that when you're there, you know, it's going to be guaranteed good times, good music, and you know you know more or less what you're going for. You're going to be getting, you know, that underground sound. So I know you guys just opened up. Right. Right? When was your opening day? It was like June something, yeah. 2nd? Or what is... Yeah. I believe it was... It was right at the beginning. Yeah, right at the beginning of so June. are you guys alone in Union Plaza? Yeah, so right now it's kind of funny because, you know, when we started uh, doing like cleaning everything out and everything, yeah. it was funny because we were just there like just us by ourselves nobody was there and we we're like and we we started seeing more cars coming in and we we're like oh who's this like you know are we getting neighbors but yeah that is correct right now um we are the only business or uh, yeah business um there is an architectural firm that's right across from us so i mean all oh, the see-through windows yeah the one with the <laughs> see-through windows and the nice garage and everything yes. oh do we used to sneak in there back when it was 1914 and use like the good restroom <laughs> like that was like the, the private restroom for like the people who worked in the areas like oh yeah go 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 type them and it's sh- we're not we're not gonna talk about that <laughs> yeah so we have them and then um just recently uh we have some uh business offices that are being opened up across from uh, the garden so they're there, and then also I think the City Magazine is um, on the opposite that's side. Weird. That's odd, because once again, you know, I came into this, and I was like, yeah, dude, you know, 101, E9, you have wet, you had all these people, and now it's like something different completely. Now, I was asking you, are you guys the only one? Because I know you guys go till 4 in the morning. Yeah, I correct. know you guys are a BYOB. You guys don't have a liquor license. So right. I feel like that does that save you some headache? Does that save you a trouble or does that cut you off a little? Um, well, of course, you know, the end goal is to get a liquor license and uh, go ahead and secure that. And then, But right now, I think the BYOB, it does cater to, you know, our origins because when how this all started off was being, you know, the humans parties and we would do BYOB back then. And I guess it has like that sense of freedom and it adds that extra like, I guess like that underground effect, you know, you're like, hey, you, you know, you show up with your own beer, you, you know, you just drink and you have a good time. So in a way, it does kind of limit us in the sense that, you know, we don't have our liquor license and we're kind of missing out on some added extra revenue. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, too, it's also very good that we're keeping to our origins and, you know, we're sticking to that. So it's like a nice little transition. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, for right now, when we're opening up, you know, people will be able to have that BYOB effect and then maybe we can have that transition slowly and everybody will be, you know. Plus you're 21 plus, so that's even... That is correct. You guys really don't have to... Yeah, that is correct. So with a lot of shit. Yeah, we tried to keep that 21 plus because one, we don't want to, you know, have anybody that's like underage drinking and then, you know, that's a whole nother headache, you know. So that's one thing that we do pride ourselves in is that we do do 21 and only uh, 21 and over only events exactly to keep that, you know, sense of maturity. So are you planning after, after, after parties? Because I mean, you guys, what was the craziest human party you had? 
So the craziest human party we ever had, I think it would be a toss-up between Brennan Gray or Spectre. Okay. Uh, Spectre was definitely... Um, Where was that at? It was at the spot. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, I think it's over there on like Lee Trevino or Yarbrough, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that one was really crazy. We went into like four or five in the morning and it was, we set off the fire alarms from how much like smoke was in there. So we <laughs> thought that cops were going to show up, but they never showed up. But you know, it was just really cool. Cause at one point, you know, the music was going really loud and you had the fire alarm going, kind of mixing in with the music. It was yeah. really cool, you know? Um, but that one or, uh, Brendan Gray, Brendan Gray, we had him out, uh, in Montana Vista, mm. and it was actually at one of the, uh, humans members, uh, family members party hall, <laughs> and, uh, it was really cool, I mean, they came through at the last minute with the event, with the spot, and it was, turned out to be one of, like, the craziest shows, you know, we had people in there just, you know, vibing to the sound, we had, like, a, a lot of sound for that small area, so it sounded great in there, and, you know, everybody was just having a good time, you know, like, everybody was dancing, and that's one thing that, I love about our events is that you can be there in the front where the, the, the subwoofers are hitting you and you have the bass, you know, just going through your body and everybody, you look, you turn around and everybody's there, you know, looking at you too, just having a good time, you know, and that's one thing that one of my friends actually told me because they're not in this kind of like, um, like space mm-hmm. and I invited them to a human's party. I invited them to Spectre and they okay. were like, yeah, you know, like we'll go ahead and check it out. One of my friends, he's like, yeah, man, I bumped into somebody. And he's like, I thought they were going to, you know, push me or something. But that they turned around and they were like, hey, man, like, let's chug a beer. And he was like, hey, like, let's do it, you know. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's like, that's how it is. You know? uh, the opposite the opposite side of the El Paso underground scene where everybody's just super chill. And they're like, yeah, come on, bro. Just yeah, chill. exactly. Everybody just wants to be friends and everybody's there. You know, like you don't have a friend and you show up. I mean, chances are someone's going to end up talking to you. And, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. You you gotta make out with somebody. Yeah, exactly. just be, if you're gonna go to a humans party, you gotta make out with at least one person. Exactly, and that might be me. So watch out. <laughs> we're talking about all these goals. We're talking about everything you've done. What is your ultimate booking goal? What is the ultimate booking goal for the collective? So the ultimate booking goal would be for us to continue with us booking. You know, these under uh, the people that really haven't been showing up to like um, touring in the like in the Americas or maybe not in the region, mm-hmm. of course. But then, you know, of course, we would want to do something more large scale. Like um, one thing that we would want to do definitely is maybe even bringing back the old block parties back to Union oh, Plaza, yeah, you know? I mean, we're that's definitely something that we would love to do. I mean, if we get everything right, you know, mm-hmm. um, that and then also bringing, you know, bigger DJs. I mean, we would also want to be bringing people who haven't been here that are big names and you know just so everybody can see them but who let's hear who let's try to make that happen let's try to make it happen with this a little whisper in the ear uh like carl cox would be one of course of course i mean uh that's the real godfather yeah And, and and let me just say this right now if you're playing techno and it doesn't mix with the fire alarm you're not playing good techno that's just don sucio's this is a word from sucio anyways but so Carl Cox, Carl who Cox. else would be like? I mean, you're talking about underground artists. I um, mean, I know, I know, we got mainstream stuff, but how dif- how difficult is it to find somebody underground who hasn't been here? Because El Paso used to be the scene where it's like, oh, we're gonna go play in Mexico, but we're if you knew who Richie Hodden was, right. I mean, you're talking back in the day where it's like if you knew who those people were, you could get them for a thousand. Right. And I know this for a fact because I worked those shows, yeah. and I'd be like, but now it's made more difficult. Because, I mean, so many people come. So many people have been here. There's so much good word. People love El Paso. People come back eight, nine, ten times because they love it so much. 
but at the same time it creates still how difficult is it to stay underground you know it's definitely difficult because you have you have to kind of you have to take into consideration when you're trying to keep that underground vibe is how many people are actually going to know who it is that you're bringing um you know it's very different you know the two cities between El Paso and Juarez mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for instance hard pop hard pop can bring a lot of I've seen a lot of good like underground people that have been oh, brought yeah. to hard pop and you know like they're never in the area but hard pop can do it because you know they have a very the crowd over there is very into like the like the DJs they know who's gonna come mm-hmm. and you know and kind of here in El Paso you have to you know sense who's gonna come and who's gonna you know because it's like I said it's different you know so it is different in that sense that it's kind of hard that you have to think about who's going to pull the crowd and who's going to, who are they going to know? You know, mm-hmm. you can't go too underground because then everybody's going to be like, oh, well, you know, I mean, who is this, you know? Yeah, I think half of the uh, the thing problem with El Paso is it's education where you're you're educating people on the artist, whereas in Juarez, it's like, hey, they're going to have a show at Hard Pop. Let's go to Hard Pop, right? Exactly. And it's like, well, that's probably going to be badass. Yeah. So you're just going to go to Hard Pop anyways. Yeah, exactly. Why is it called Function? That's a good question, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) We don't really know. So our name guy is actually Izzy. Izzy's Mm -hmm. the one who like kind of like comes up with the, he came up with the the function name. Okay. And it was just kind of like we were talking about it, you know, just like like throwing out names and he kind of threw out Function and we were like, yeah, that's a pretty good name, you know, Function. And, you know, now I like it a lot because when people say like, hey, what's the, what like, what are you guys doing tonight? We can always say, like, hey, we're having a function, you know? So <laughs> it's kind of like uh, it goes good with it. So. Little double entendre. Yeah, exactly. How much did you gut that place? Because I I went back and I actually helped gut that place before, but now it's black on black super techno, right? Right. It's none of that, like, yeah, you know, it's, artsy-fartsy, whatever. It's pitch black in there. After Absolutely. After we put everything in there, it like I didn't really realize how much of a difference it would make. But when we come in, I'm like, you need a flashlight in there because <laughs> the iPhone flashlight, it's so dark in there and you can't see anything with an iPhone flashlight. You know, it was a lot of work. It really yeah. was um, during the pandemic. You know, no one had been there for, like, about a year. Yeah. So... I mean, you can only imagine, like, the, um, just, like, everything that was, like, that needed to be done, like, dusting, you had equipment that had been out there, you know, just, like, you know, syrup. Neglected. Yeah, neglected, you know, like, whether it was, like, you know, syrup from the hoses that no. was, like, collecting and just, like, falling down. Yeah. Yeah, we also uh, found out that there was um, a homeless guy living in the venue while the pandemic was happening. Oh, he was, he was there when it was still the other venue. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Just, uh, just yeah. say that. Yeah, that's one thing where we were like, wow, when we went downstairs, we found like like little areas with like where he had started a fire. No. We, were like, <laughs> we were like, this guy was literally like, he so was. Little hobo camp with, with like a, a bandana on a stick. Yeah. And like a dog. Yeah, he was going like, he was living in the basement. You could <laughs> see where he was like living, you know? So it definitely was like a lot of work that we had to like do. And we complete like, uh, the stage is no longer the same stage. Okay. We added our own uh, stage. So the. The booth is a lot higher. Yeah. So that's one thing that we really like is that the booth is higher. So that way the DJ is up higher, you know. Everybody can see him. Yeah. Everybody. Not everybody's fighting to get on stage. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so there was that. We also took out a lot of things that were inside the the venue that we didn't really like. You know, we one thing that we don't want is we don't want people sitting down inside. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, it just takes up space. And when you're there for the show, you I mean, we want you to be dancing. We want you to be, you know, up and at them. I think, I think they tried to do like a bottle service thing before and like, like, oh, that shit kind of really didn't go. I feel like what you guys are doing is actually re- really underground. Right. Now, for my audio heads, 
I always got to ask what type of equipment is in there? What type of, you know, sound do you got going? Because I, they're going to ask. They want they want to know that. We have seven subs. All right. We have three QSCs. Okay. We have four line arrays. Okay. We have... I'm trying to make my... Oh, we have three... Earth, well, no, well, uh, subs, we have like three earthquakes. That's one of the... That's three of the seven. Uh, yeah, we have CDJs yeah, and everything, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much what we have. I mean, we have a solid, solid sound system, you know. I can I mean, feel my, my feelings shaking up right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when uh, one thing that was funny is, like, when we first did our first sound check, I yeah. was over, like, far away, okay. and I could hear the bass, and I was like, whoa. And then when we did the sound check, too, it was funny because we had so much bass running through the venue that literally the light bulbs that weren't completely uh, screwed in started falling down so we were like oh man it's reading light bulbs it was funny but you know i mean we figured everything out but you know like that's there's a charlie chaplin joke in there somewhere about (laughs) about light bulbs not being screwed in but yeah so do you have to book per label because i know some people were booking like they were only booking people because they were on desert hearts right and it was just like oh we're only booking people because they're on desert hearts it doesn't matter who they are just we know that it's going to bring people do you feel that pressure to book from certain labels only um no we don't really have like a like pressure to um book from a certain label okay uh i think i would say the thing that we have to work on is you want to build a rapport with the people who you know like the agencies right and that's the thing that like Mm -hmm. uh, the more you work with the agencies you know the more they're going to be inclined to work with you on like the bigger bookings you know they'll throw you a bone every now and then yeah you know so that's the main thing is just pretty much the agency is not so much the record label. Okay. But I mean, of course, you're going to take that into uh, into consideration when you're trying to book the DJ because some record labels have more pool than other record labels. And people are going to know just based off of the fact that they're assigned to this certain record label. They're going to be like, oh, hey, like, you know what? Like, we're going to go to this show because we know this record label has some of my favorite artists. Right. So yeah. I understand what you're saying with the, with the whole record label thing and the whole agency thing, because Quite simply, some bigger labels just have more people booked. Like, there's just more people going out. Right. So, right now, are you guys looking into acts from Mexico? Because I feel a lot of people are coming up this way and they're just passing through. And, like, let's say some of the bigger clubs or some of the more mainstream clubs aren't bringing them. Like, are you going to bring some of those cats, too? Like, um, For Mexico, I don't think we have anybody okay. uh, set up for Mexico. Yeah, no, none for Mexico. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've been seeing a bunch of people. You guys have been bringing stuff little by little. So how is the club open? Is it just open for shows and that's it? So <clears throat> right now the club is open for shows and we're also available to uh, for people to rent out the venue too. Okay. You can go ahead and do that and you can go ahead and um, every, every show is different. You would have to get in contact with someone from the function team to mm-hmm. go ahead and find out about that. Uh, just recently, we had Stacy Pullen yeah, uh, by the Underground, yeah, and they did a show recently this past weekend. I mean, it was a great turnout. I think mm. we hit capacity at one point. Yeah, so um, that was really cool. And you know, what's capacity there now? Like two seventy? It's in the two hundreds. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I was the head of security of nineteen fourteen and the uh, a few of the bars after that. Right. And that's, I remember it, but there was tables and shit before now you guys have a bunch of space yeah we have a bunch of space uh and there's always a bunch of, like when we for instance with stacy Pullen, even though it was a capacity 
I mean, there was still room. People were dancing like crazy, you yeah. know. And they, I think the fact that you take out a lot of that clutter inside of the venue, mm -hmm. it leaves more room for what everybody wants, which is, you know, just to, like, be able to have space to walk around. You I mean, you don't want to be up against somebody the whole entire show. Sweating. Yeah, especially with the sweaty when they, like, push up against you and you have all this sweat all of a sudden, you know. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, I do miss them shows. <laughs> well, they were telling me that your air conditioning was doing right, so... That, that's why I was like, oh, you know, if they got good air conditioning, then that means they're doing something. Right. So uh, that's definitely one of the main things is that we've been trying to, you know, concentrate on how to keep the place cool. And that's one thing that we've been uh, putting a lot of recently. We've been putting a lot of thought into, you know, like installing fans, you know, just trying to make sure that everybody's comfortable inside there. You know, I mean, just like you, like, just like the people who are there. I mean, we don't want to be hot in there either when we go inside, you know. Well, I mean, sometimes it just depends on what you're wearing, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so mainly follow what? Follow just function? Yes. Yeah, so uh, follow humans? Mainly. So what you're going to want to do is so humans is only um, the party. It's our pr party promotion. Mm -hmm. We'll do th things at the venue called uh, like our humans parties, which is pretty much just an extension of what we were already doing. But function is actually what the club is. So if you want to find out things that are relating to the club, you're going to want to go ahead and go to function. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, we also have a website, like I said, at functionep.com. You know, and um, that's fancy to get, to get your own website. You are, a lot I, of people don't got nothing. Right. That's one thing, you know, we, that our team has put together that you know, I think is like really cool is that we have a website now. So, like I said, go to functionep.com and you can go ahead and go onto the events tab on there and you'll go ahead and see all the listed events that we have right now. So, are you going to have secret shows again? Because I remember back in the day, it would be like a blast and it would be like, yo, come to this place. Like, are you guys going to do secret shows? And how do I join that, that list, that exclusivity? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, down the pipeline, I think we are going to have more secret shows. That's one thing that we always, you know, the, that's one thing that we love to do is have those secret shows where, especially where you have to have like a password. And, like, you know, like, unless you don't know the password, you can't get in. Yeah, of course. And, you know, we love doing our secret shows, you know, and keeping them very underground vibes, like in basements or, you know, like just, you know, keeping that, that vibe. You know, that's one thing we like to pride ourselves in is that we, we definitely set the vibe right for our events. Oh, yeah. So definitely yes on the secret shows. Um, probably none in like the near future, but of course when we have one, we'll go ahead and let you know. But uh, yeah, dude, like I, I really hope you guys do for all the best. I really wish you guys a lot of a lot of luck. I know how it is to be in the venue business. I get it. I respect what y'all are doing. Once again, please tell us, you know, the next big show, where to get tickets, and where you guys are going from here. This is this is for you, baby. Give everybody a shout out. Okay, so there's many more shows that we have in the works that we can't say but i mean we're excited to go i mean we're excited to announce them and you know it's hard not to announce them when we're just like sitting on them but you know i mean like i said just keep checking up with us and you know it's going to be an amazing couple of announcements coming up uh, absolutely make sure you follow them at, at <clears throat> functions baby functions ep make sure you check them out 111 durango is it Durango, right? One five zero one one five South Durango Street. One one five South yeah. Durango. Uh, dude, I used to work there for ten years. I can't believe I forgot that thing. <laughs> yeah. But dude, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Like I said, I really respect you guys. Make sure you tag us in all those little things because yes. you know we want people to come out. We want people to check it out. It's ready to go, right? Exactly. Wanted to give a special shout out to everybody on the function team. You know, everybody. We've been working so hard. I mean, it's just crazy. You know, we've gone through a lot of, you know, ups and downs, a lot of getting our, heart, our hearts up for an event, I mean, our, a venue. And, you know, just to finally have all this thing coming and seeing everybody, not just people who are on team, but our friends, 
I mean, a lot of our friends have stepped up in ways that we can never, you know, thank them enough for. I mean, it, that's one thing that's just so beautiful about what like what happened with the venue is that, you know, we've been seeing a lot of people who are you know, who don't owe us anything. They're just our friends and they've been stepping up to whether it's labor, you know, helping us clean up or, you know, what, helping us do something that they know how to do, you know. And that's one thing that we can never, you know, say thank you enough for. So thank you to everybody for, you know, doing everything that you do and just being amazing people. It's great to hear the underground community coming up for itself because you guys really are that. Now, thank you guys once again. Stay sweet, don't change. From EP Culture Beat, thank you guys for being on the show. Once again, Function, 150 Durango Street. You got a bunch of shows coming up. Make sure you follow them. On behalf of EP yeah, it's it's one one five. Why the Durango fuck am I? Street. All right, I'm fucking up right here. That's my I, and I used to work there for so long. Thank you guys. We love you. They're cutting me out, Mike.